And in the reality, it's very, it's harder in the beginning and it's almost going to be harder forever. I think we're being sold a lie that when you start your own thing, you're your own boss and you get your own time freedom. And it's like, not in the beginning, you don't. If you don't have faith that you're going to climb out of the mud eventually, you, you won't jump into the mud. So you'll kind of just stay stuck in the brown grass. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1,188, What's the One Hard Thing That Makes Everything Else Easier? Alan went to shut off his fan. Today, for episode number 1,189, Is the Grass Greener Where You're Going? So when I'm telling my story on other podcasts, Alan, or speeches, whatever it is, I always try to make this point. I know you hear, because you just introduced me. So say I'm on a podcast. You just introduced me with all these credentials and X amount of episodes and making money and blah, 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 blah. I want everybody here to understand that that's not where I started. And I want everybody to understand that you're most likely not going to jump from Brown grass to green grass. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> you got to choose your mud. Nice. That's it. That's, That's the, end the, of the episode. episode. That's no, it. This is, what I, this is what I mean by that. You're at a job you don't like. That's the brown grass. I don't like it. I don't want to stay here. I want green grass. One of two things happens. One, we wait around so long until we get to the point where it's like, there is no green grass. Like, what is my green grass? Well, I'm not, I can't just jump to a, a completely different thing where I'm quote unquote successful. Two, you choose your mud. So for Alan and I, me more than Alan, my mud was leaving a job where I was making a lot of money and being broke for two years and then not being able to pay my bills and that hurting my self-worth and having a scarce mindset and all of that stuff. That was my mud where somebody else's mud might be, you're going to have to work your job for the next year, year and a half, and you're going to have to start your side hustle. And on the weekend, you're going to have to go out and take pictures of people. And on the week, uh, during the week at night, when you get home, maybe you're going to stop on the, on the ride home and you're going to take pictures of sunsets. Maybe that's what your mud is. Maybe your mud is juggling the job you don't like and the side hustle that you do. But I think that there, we're in this interesting time where it, it's really contrast that moves people. So the contrast of Kevin at one point being suicidal to now where Kevin is today. But it's, it's the understanding I want everybody to have that I didn't go from where I was to where I am. I had my mud. My mud is just different than your mud. And your mud is going to be different than Alan's mud. But everybody is going to have mud. The problem is not a lot of people talk about that. And I don't want you to think that just because... You, hear, you always hear people, Alan, say the grass is greener on the other side of the fence or whatever it is. I don't know what the saying is. The truth for you is the grass is going to be greener where you 
where you plant the seeds. Like that really is what it's going to be. I'm smiling because I'm I'm throwing analogies out the wazoo here. And because <laughs> today I literally just got off a coaching call. It was intense. I was on an intense podcast before that. So I wouldn't say that I'm not centered, but I'm I'm definitely centered, but like energetically high. I'm in a very like good mood, high vibe place. That's why I'm smiling so much. But that's my goal in this. Choose your mud. Alan's mud was living with his mom when he was 30. That was his oh. mud. Oh Brutal. my God. Brutal. That was horrible. My mud was being broke when I was 30. Everybody has different mud, but are you not jumping from where you are to where you want to be because you don't see green grass? Odds are the grass isn't going to be green for however many years anyway. That's really the thing. You leave your brown grass. And again, we're talking a lot about grass, horticulture, plants, whatever, <laughs> shrubs. You leave this brown grass. A lot of people, <laughs> keep, that tongue in your, keep that tongue in your mouth, son. A lot of people think they're going to go right to green grass. You're not. You're going to go to mud. And then you're going to have to plant grass. And it's going to be brown. And it's going to be brown. And it's going to be brown. And then eventually it'll be green. <laughs> That's it. Strong work. Yeah, thanks, Strong man. work, brother. Thank you. This is this has really exceeded my expectations. Uh, no, so I want to ask you something. So no, don't. You don't. Want uh, to. It's yeah. It's very important <laughs> that I do. And Kev mentioned me living with my mom at thirty. That was one of the most challenging things ever. Yeah. You know, I literally when I met Emilia, she our second date we went to on a hike to something called purgatory chasm it's a really famous place around here it's actually beautiful and then i brought her home and we hung out and we watched finding nemo nice second date first time we kissed was after finding nemo and we ate a bunch of food it was great and it was in my my mother's home like think about how embarrassing that is for a 30 year old man technically i was 29 i was 29 when i met emilia but like to be living with his own mother. Now, there's a lot of reasons why that is um, family stuff, in addition to just the fact that Kevin and I were broke entrepreneurs. Yep. But uh, that was the mud that was necessary to be where we are today. And eventually we got a studio, eventually moved out. Now I live with Emilia in this beautiful condo. And if you don't have faith that you're going to climb out of the mud eventually you you won't jump into the mud so you'll kind of just stay stuck in the brown grass my question for you kev Hmm. i Hmm. remember back in the early days when we were broke i used to tell you and kind of talk you off the ledge like this is one day we'll be talking about when we're wealthy we'll be talking about this moment and how we needed to crawl through this mud to get to the higher ground. And I remember saying like, this is going to be actually why we're successful. The fact that we can get through this, everything's going to feel easy in comparison. I remember I used to say stuff like that all the time and I'm sure I sounded insane to you. Yes. When we got, uh, I'll never forget it. I've told the story before we got, uh, rejected our credit card. Our business credit card got rejected for muffins. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And, uh, Kevin couldn't afford Christmas presents. So my question for you, what is it like, honestly, for you to have gone from like, couldn't fix your own car, had to get rid of your Subaru, got rejected to buy muffins and coffees, like couldn't afford Christmas presents for your fiance or girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. now now wife, to our highest month ever, we grossed $47,000. What was it like for you to have a $47,000 month? after years 
of just being a complete and utter loser in the in the eyes of society. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. It's, we both were. That <laughs> is what kidding. it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the interesting thing is it's kind of this it's the same in many ways where there's still mud. It's just different mud. I really think that's what it is, is yeah, we had a really high month. And I think during that month, I was probably like, oh my goodness, we're the best. We're going to be millionaires by the end of the year. This is going to be great. I probably (laughs) thought that for a short time. But I think after that, it was almost like, now there's just new mud. It's just different mud now, which I think is an important understanding for me to have that it's not, it's not done. It's not like, okay, we made it. We're done. that, that, That helps me. I need to know that. That just because we made it to where we made it doesn't mean it's not, we're not on the green grass. The grass is way greener than ever, but there's always going to be some, some puddles on the, on the lawn. There always is. That's just the way it works. Yeah. It's like a spectrum. It's, you know, you start out with brown grass and then it gets a little greener and a little yeah. greener and a little greener. And the gr- the grass is greener where you water it is like the quote that I like. Uh, wasn't on the other side of the fence. Was that it? Grass is greener. Uh, that's the, the one other people use is the oh. grass is always greener, which is in other words, why even bother? It's not going to be worth it, which is just really quite disempowering Yeah, definitely. Uh, or empowering if you want to just stay stuck forever. So Kev, what did you used to think when we were broke? Like, what did you think? Cause I, okay. I, I want to be just very honest with everyone. I did know this would happen I, and I'm, I'm not I'm trying grateful. to be cocky. I just genuinely, I just genuinely knew this would eventually work out because I knew we would be willing to put in the work and it was honestly alarmingly challenging, like more than I thought. And it's not like we're done by any means. So it was harder than I thought it would be just like the marathon. I did the marathon, but it was way harder than I thought it would be. And I did as a loose term because I walked a large portion of the tail end, but it's the same idea. I was still able to kind of finish it. It just was way harder than I thought. Same idea for you. What did you think? I don't know that I could think. (laughs) I don't know that I could contextualize what it would be like. To me, it was, I don't know. I just think I, I was thinking about what it would feel like not to have to worry about money every day. Really, I really, that was the basis of, it wasn't necessarily like, I didn't expect to have super nice things in a couple of years. I didn't expect to have, yeah, no, I didn't expect to have thousands of dollars just sitting around not having to worry. I just, for me, it was, I don't, I won't have to worry about every single decision I make financially. That was it. That was what I thought at the time. I just needed certainty. I just needed some level of certainty that we will be here tomorrow. That I don't have to stress every night before I go to bed because how the hell am I going to pay whatever? Or like Tara and I want to go out to dinner. Like how, what credit how card roulette? Do you remember? Yeah, what credit card am I going to put that on? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Of course I remember. Of course. But that's the interesting thing. And you and I just talked about this. I just got off the phone with a couple. So there are two podcasters that work together. And they're business owners. And I was asking them about their business and what they've, you know, what they've done. And they said, well, we haven't really made money in the last couple of years. And I said, you know, what's interesting is a lot of people chase their dreams because they think chasing their dreams is going to be easier than whatever it is they're doing. And in the reality, it's very, it's harder in the beginning and it's almost going to be harder forever. I think we're being sold a lie that when you start your own thing, you're your own boss and you get your own time freedom. And it's like, not in the beginning, you don't. No. Yeah, you have time freedom. You can do whatever you want for 24 hours a day. But you better, you've got to pick the right things. You've got to pick the right things to do. 
you know, and that, that was part of this episode for me too is, so you might be at a job that you hate and you hate it at a nine out of 10, but it doesn't mean that you're going to love something else at a 10 out of 10. That's the interesting thing. It, and it doesn't mean you're going to get, you're not going to get 10 out of 10 results. Your job might be the, it's the deadest grass ever. It's a baseball field. It's the infield of a baseball field, the dirt but you're not going to go right to golf course grass. You're going to go to something in between. And I think that's the important thing is, okay, what do you want your mud to be? Do you want it to be, I'm broke and I can't afford Christmas presents for my girlfriend? Or I ended up going and getting a side gig for something else. Like, what do you want your mud to be? I think that's empowering. I think it's just like we could say, what do you want your challenges in your relationship to be? What do you, what do you want them to be? Do you want them to be that your, your partner is so supportive that at times they take you off the rails because they want more time with you? Is it, you have mismatched fitness goals? Is it that you have completely different understandings of family? There will be some mud in your relationship. It's just to what degree and what does it look like for you? I just think it's important to understand that it's the conflict. Like we're, what conflict do you want in between your current life and your future life? Bonnie here. I just wanted to share my experience with group coaching and some of the things that I got out of it. So going into group coaching, I was not tracking any habits at all. And so now some of them have become habits. I'm happy to say I wake up, I have a glass of water without even thinking about it anymore. So now I think it's probably time to gear up. I highly encourage people to jump into group coaching. There's so much information. And so stick with it and um, carry on and your life will be better for it. And what level of challenge as well? I want to, two things I want to share before we go. We have five minutes on the clock. The first one is I was talking recently at, it was group coaching or... Maybe it was a relationship talks event, but I said something along the lines of if you're certainty driven, yeah, it was a relationship talks event. We went through the needs, uh, uncertainty, certainty, uh, growth, contribution, and significance and love. And I said verbatim, if you are certainty driven, just admit that and do not be an entrepreneur. If you're certainty driven, being an entrepreneur is a really bad idea. And I would like your take on that because I think that I think that in hindsight, you needing so much certainty, I don't know how you dealt with it. Because I was never really that uncertain inside of me. Regardless of circumstances, I was always certain this would work eventually. And if you didn't have that, you were really just hanging on for life, huh? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, strong work. Thank you. Strong work. Uh, okay. What's my point with that? That It's like you're jumping off a cliff. When you go get a job that's already existing at another company. So I'll use, I'll use Emilia as an example. Emilia works for a company called Alchemies. It's a publicly traded pharmaceutical company. And it seems quite wonderful, honestly. Uh, and... She does all kinds of work at IT. She works in IT. She has a full-time job with a full-time salary, and she does very well. Very proud of her. 
She also has a company called Evolve Ventures with uh, one of my clients. So they're actually technically a client. So we produce their show and I also coach then consult with that company. So Evolve Ventures is technically a client where I help them grow and scale. Okay. With Emilia, she's going to succeed kind of no matter what. So this is probably the wrong, the wrong frame. But here's my point. At Alchemy's, if she jumps off that cliff, she can guarantee that there's a safety net at the bottom. Benefits, healthcare, dental, pet insurance actually comes, which is cool. So we're going to get awesome. Tucker and Tari pet insurance. Yeah, through through Alchemy's. Uh, but there's also a glass ceiling. So she jumps off that cliff and there's a safety net. She'll never fall fully all the way down to the rocks and die, for lack of better phrasing. Okay? But there's also a ceiling that she can never really push past that Alchemy's. She's never going to make more money than the CEO. Right? So you pay, you pay for the, for the safety net with the ceiling. Mm. At Evolve Ventures, which is her company, as a business owner and CEO, she has no ceiling. But there's absolutely no safety net whatsoever. And that's what I want everyone listening to really understand. And, and to bring this back to the grass is greener thing. First of all, the grass is greener where you water it. Second of all, you're not just going to jump into a business and suddenly be successful. And if you are, that's a, a once-in-a-lifetime rarity that doesn't happen. Um, and if it does, those people often teach seminars, so be careful. <laughs> but I think that what what is important here is this. If you're a certainty-driven person, if you, it's just know thyself. It comes down to self-awareness. There is no fairy tale land of life is perfect every day and I wake up every day happy. I think there is a true world where you wake up doing what you love with the people you love in a deeply meaningful way while simultaneously knowing you're not going to love every second of it. While simultaneously knowing I was on back to back to back to back to back to back coaching calls yesterday and the day before and this morning I jeffed one of our calls and missed it completely because I am just I was just cooked. I couldn't do it. And I was like, Kevin, Ron, can you please run this without me? And so, yeah, my life is is more wonderful than it was when I was broke living with my mother. And we were podcasting in my mother's basement and my sister's old bedroom. Way better. Life is way better now. But it's not really less challenging. It's honestly not. Because while being CEO of NLU is awesome, it also is ridiculously difficult. Because we have 25 departments and 19 team members now and the demands on my attention and time, even just the pressure all day, every day. Uh, it's just everything has a price. And I think anyone who gives you promises without prices is wrong. And so, yes, the grass is going to be greener where you water it, but it's not going to be green on its own. Well, even, and I'm glad you used... It's very important to have the example, and I think Emilia is a good example, not because of her, but just as a character study. Her grass right now, or her, her mud right now is working a full-time job and building a business. That's the mud. You have the certainty, but you don't have the time, necessarily. I mean, she grinds, so she does, but not as much as we no, do. No, not nearly as much. Yeah. Right? That's, that's currently that's, one of the that's biggest the challenges. Mud. Yeah. That's the mud. Where if she leaves the job and goes all in on the business, she doesn't have the financial support like she does now for the nicer things and whatever, right? That's the mud. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. 
right now she's choosing her mud. Her mud is, I'm going to have less time to build a business. Cool. Mm -hmm. As long as you know that. There's other people out there that don't realize that's the mud they're choosing. They, they just don't realize that. It's like, well, you know, I'll get around to my, my passion eventually. It's like, no, not if you're not intentional about it. You might not ever. And but by the time you do, it might be too late to actually make it into something meaningful to you. Now, I don't like saying that, it, you know, it's, it's too late, but just contextually, I just think it's important to understand that. In the very last thing, dollar in the jar. Dollar in the jar. You don't know the whole story. No one does. When you look at someone's outside, like your wife, Taryn, and Emilia both make pretty good money. Mm. And so you might see our success and assume that it's because of the podcast when I this condo is half Emilia. Yep. And there's no way I could afford this on my own right now. Right? And I think it's important for people to know that. Like, you don't know... Just because you see some podcaster with nice things doesn't mean they made it from the podcast. They might have a family with money or a spouse with money or X, Y, Z. And so it's just very important to understand that not only the grass that appears green from the outside might be being watered by a bunch of people that you're not seeing doing the watering because they're getting up at 5 a.m. to water the grass or something. You know what I mean? So it's really important to know that very few people know the whole story because without Taryn's revenue and Emilia's revenue, you and I would not be nearly as well off as we are now. And without Taryn, we wouldn't have been able to grind through because yep. I know she was paying rent for some of the times during our, our hard times. And mm -hmm. if it wasn't, you know, so it's just important to realize that, you know, yeah. and I don't think, and, and understandably, no one tells that whole story because how can you? We can't explain every every in and out of how we got here. But trust me, it was worse than you think. When, than you think That I can promise you. It was harder than you think and worse than you think. And it's going to be hard. And anyone who tells you otherwise is just lying to you. And we'll always try to, we'll try to say as much as we can that'll actually land. I think that's part of the, the brand, part of the thing that we're trying to do is next level truth too. But, but also chase your dreams though. <laughs> yeah, no, you should. Yeah, you still that's, should. You, you should still chase should. your dreams. Yeah. You just understand the mud. That's exactly. all. And the mud now is better than the mud used to be. That's the other thing too. Like there are a lot of, I had a moment this week where it was like client email, client email, all this stuff is changing and it's like, what is happening? I don't want to do all this. <laughs> I still got to respond to one of those emails. Okay. Next level nation. We are coming up on the new year. It has been a very, very successful, a very, very fulfilling 2022. I hope you feel the same, but I also hope it was a year of growth. If not, if you're disappointed in your growth this year, if you are disappointed in the momentum you have built, please join our ninth round of group coaching on January 3rd, 2023. Start your year right. New year, new you, new level with Jeff and Jeff. Uh, if you would like, I was on the phone with a client earlier and I said, one of the reasons people hire me as their coach, and I'm grateful for this, is I just, my aspiration, my fire, my tenacity, my my ambition, my desire to succeed it burns really uh, strongly and I'm very, um, very driven. The hunger is there. I'm very driven. And some people want that to rub off on them. And this client, he asked me, he's like, well, what do you think of this person? Because they know each other. And I was like, oh, great person. Awesome. But like not trying to set the world on fire. That's okay. If you want more fire in your belly, for lack of better phrasing, towards your goals and dreams, that's what my coaching is really a large part of it is me just fueling your flame. I want to take the greatness inside of you and really just put put logs on that fire. I want to put gasoline on that fire, quite frankly. So if you've never considered it, 
um, jump on the link in the show notes. Join me on a half-hour session. I'll tell you exactly how the program works. I have monthly, I have bi-weekly, and I have weekly. If you want to start small monthly, there's no long-term contract. It's pay-as-you-play, meaning cancel any time. Join me for a free 30-minute call. I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm just going to take you through what the program is. It's called Next Level Business Solutions, but you do not have to be a business owner. You might just be a future business owner, or maybe you just want to perform better. Maybe you want to do career development. Whatever it is, I can guarantee you, you'll be healthier, wealthier, and more in love with me in your corner, and uh, it's a lot cheaper than you think. So please reach out, book the free call. I'll let you know all about it, and if you've been considering it, now's the time because 2023 is going to be awesome. Next Level Nation, tomorrow for episode number 1,191 reason so many of us feel out of control. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday if you are listening on Sunday. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. See you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.